This is the second part of our conversation on Psalms with Angus. Angus, what else does the psalmist say in in the you know the the later mm. the second section the third section? Um, what other sorts of pictures does he use to help mm. us yeah. sort of feel that? Well, I guess so. We've started in our our first stanza, verses one to four, with this idea. He he longs to be at the temple. Mm. He, he's clearly not there, and so verses five to eight. Uh, starts by saying, yes, blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Mm. Um, and so, very simply, in stanza two, the second section, he wants to get there, and he's determined to, and in, he's even prepared to set off and travel. And so, he, 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 and it says, uh, as he passes through the valley of Baca, and I had to look that up in my commentary to find out what that meant. Sure. And the Valley of Baca, it's a sort of arid place. And the word Baca apparently sounds a little bit like the Hebrew word for weeping. So it's, uh, it, it's going to be a, a tough journey, perhaps a long journey, an arduous journey. Mm. But the picture in verses 5 to 8 is he's determined to get there. Mm. And, and actually, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking following the death of Her Majesty the Queen and when she, her body, her coffin was lying in state on Westminster, um, there, there were people from all over the country, uh, many hundreds of miles, and they were thinking, you know, I, I want to be there. And it, it wasn't, wasn't going to be a simple thing, you know, a journey to, to get there and then join uh, the queue, <laughs> um, yeah. possibly sort of seven or eight hours of waiting. But, but these people were determined to get there, and even though it was going to be difficult. And, and the psalmist, is, it's that sort of feeling. I, I can see where the temple is, and, you know, I'm going to get there. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it may take me days, weeks. It could be really difficult. Mm. Um, that is where I'm going to go. And, and again, it, it translates mm. for us because there's that sense, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a long way from Jesus, but yeah. actually I know where I need to be. And so in a similar sense, my... My heart is now set on that mm. pilgrimage of wanting to get to where the Lord Jesus mm. is. So just that long journey, mm. my whole life being in that yeah. same direction, headed towards Jesus and knowing him and being mm. with the Lord. That's right. And there's a sense in which uh, that, that that is you know, a daily pilgrimage of coming to know the Lord Jesus mm. afresh. And, but of course, ultimately, it is as we think of John Bunyan's great work, Pilgrim's Progress, it, it is because ultimately the place where we will see mm. and encounter the Lord Jesus face to face is in heaven. Mm. And therefore, there is a sense in which all of our life, uh, verse 5, we need to have our hearts set on pilgrimage, mm. though it may be uh, difficult um, that's where we want to be with the Lord Jesus mm. in glory. Mm. Mm. So I think that's the heart of the, the second section. Wonderful. Yeah, that's very, very helpful. Um, 
I can't help but notice, and we've already, as you said, we've mm. already been talking about Jesus a little mm. bit in this psalm, yes. and this is a psalm that he sings, but it's also a psalm that he uh, he is part of. Mm. Um, you know, the psalm is 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 about him in a very real way. I can't help noticing verse nine does talk about and use that that sort of that language of of anointed or, or Messiah. Is that mm. talking about Jesus in any sense? Uh, no, uh, good spot, Hannah. I, I, I think it is. And, and in fact, twice, um, I, I think there are references because we're, we're now on to that third section. Mm. So the last section, verses 9 to 12. And if you look at verse 9 and 11, verse 9 says, Look on our shield, O God. Look with favour on your anointed one. So uh, the anointed one, which is another word for Christ mm. or another word for Messiah, is the shield, the, the, the one who will protect his people. And we can imagine the, um, the idea of a king in those days being the shield to protect yes. all his people. Uh, but then when we get to verse 11, for the Lord God is a son mm. and shield. So even within this Old Testament psalm, um, that there's a sense of, well, who is the shield? The shield is God. The shield is the anointed one. And, and of course, eventually, when we'll get to the New Testament, mm. we'll see that the Lord Jesus is indeed mm. uh, God himself, who is the, the shield, the one who can protect his mm. people. And again, that would especially resonate in a time of exile when the people have been broken and uh, the nation is broken. And uh, uh, praying and looking forward to coming under the rule of an anointed one, a shield who can protect his people. So part one, again, it's very much about looking forward uh, uh, to being there. Part two is about travelling there with all the difficulties. But part three is the destination, actually, ultimately, being face-to-face -face with the anointed one, face-to-face mm. -face with the Lord Jesus himself. Which I guess is an expression then of the blessing that we've been mm. like coming up, um, that, we've, that we've been seeing all through um, the psalm. And I, I love that picture too of, of what you've said about a king uh, being the shield or the, 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 the one through whom many, many people are blessed. Yes. And then for us to be able to say, well, that, that, that's, that's what Jesus does mm. for his people. There's blessing that comes yeah. to them through him. Yeah. What a great encouragement mm. um, in our psalm. And, and perhaps just, I, mm. if we've got time, there's that wonderful image in verse 10, rather be a doorkeeper in the yes. house of my God. And, and the sons of Korah who wrote this psalm, they, they were the doorkeepers. Right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, then dwell in the tents of the wicked. Uh, and there is that sense, yeah, this is where I need to be. I, you know, offer me somewhere else in the uh, uh, Babylonian em empire. No. I, this is where I need to be. I, offer me uh, anywhere else um, than the Lord Jesus. No, this is where I need to be. Mm. Offer me anything in eternity, and I would rather just be on the outer fringes in heaven, looking at the Lord Jesus Christ face to face, the one who died for me, the one who rose again, the one who is there, who has watched over our lives. I'd rather be on the just looking in and being able to see him than 
anywhere else in all eternity. That, that's the picture that's being used in verse 10. Because when I'm there, when I'm with God, that's the, the best place I could possibly. There is real mm. blessing there, yeah. isn't there? It, yeah. Far more than we could expect to find yeah. in anywhere else, no yeah. matter what it, it promises, mm. what anything else promises. Yeah. That is a really rich place for us to, to come to, having read through Psalm 84. I, I wonder if what might be helpful just as we finish is to take another step back, mm. um, because it's very helpful to, to see a kind of worked example in Psalm 84, mm. but I'd like to be able to, you, to do that kind of thing with any other psalm mm. that I open up. As I'm opening my Bible, say tomorrow morning, I, I, I get up, I've got my breakfast, I want to read my Bible, um, and I think I'll read a psalm. Mm. What is there? Is there one thing that I could keep in mind that will help me be able to see Jesus and, and understand the, the riches of that psalm as I am opening the Bible? Mm -hmm. What would you suggest? Well, I, I guess perhaps the one thing I would suggest is um, imagine Jesus singing mm. that particular psalm, mm. maybe a psalm of, of suffering. And, and as you're imagining Jesus singing it, perhaps it's Jesus in Gethsemane or even mm. Jesus on the cross. And, and suddenly it, it fills out the meaning of that psalm. So I, that's just one tip that, that may be useful. So how, how, would you, how would this psalm be on Jesus' lips? Yes. And then what does that mean for someone who is... In, in him, following him, it, exactly. being blessed through him. That, yes, exactly, yeah. that's right. So uh, primarily, these are, uh, they were written of their day, many of them David Psalms, and, uh, but they especially applied to Jesus's life. But through Jesus singing them, how can we, as it were, be part of the choir that, that join in with this song of the psalm. But as I say, ultimately, I think these psalms are speaking to our affections, yeah. our emotions, and drawing out our relationship with the living God in difficult times, in good times. Mm -hmm. There's a psalm for all situations, but they are, they're such a wonderful resource for us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it is so good to uh, uh, to be in the Psalms regularly. So they really can then help me to be a guide for me and, and my feelings and emotions really and help mm. me to, you know, harness those well yes. as someone who follows the Lord Jesus. That's right. And they can also sometimes validate our emotions. Mm. If, if, if in our emotions we are feeling um, a long way from God, mm. um, the Bible is saying... That, that's normal. Yes. Uh, but here's uh, why it might be, and, yeah. and here's what here's what the solution always is. Ex always go to Jesus. Exactly. That there might be times when we're questioning, times of great anguish, times of great sadness, mm. uh, and when we're thinking, "Crumbs, that means I'm completely out of step with God and His plans." No, no. The psalmist was here before. Mm. Uh, oh, right. Well, so this is normal. Yes, it is normal. And, and here is 
something that can help you mm. to process that and to uh, and to enable you to make sense of it and to uh, and to draw near to God even in the midst of those difficult days. That's very helpful. Thank you, and thank you very much just for coming and chatting and, and sharing what you've been uh, learning from God's mm. Word in the Psalms, especially Angus. Um, would you be willing to pray for us and for anyone listening? I'm um, just as we finish. Of course. Thank of you. Of course. Let me lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word and thank you for the uh, precious psalms. We do pray that you would so speak through your word that our hearts uh, would be enlivened, uh, that it, they would help our own relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask this for his name's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for joining us this week for um, Opening My Bible, conversations to help us confidently read God's words. Um, until next time.